0: Hello and welcome back to Football Babble, uh, Thursday Night Babble tonight. Uh, it's myself and JD making a uh, bit of a habit of it. Uh, Phil is enjoying himself at the Northwest. Um, he is covering some some bikes for the BBC up there. So hope you're having a good time, Phil. Um, hope you enjoy your last few days of freedom before the quadruple is ripped from your hands by <laughs> Thomas Tuchel and Chelsea. Um, I'm 100% going to regret that well. Did I say that? Um, but um, yes, just myself and JD. Jerry. Hi, we're recording this what an hour and fifteen minutes um before the the North London Derby, the um mm-hmm. biggest game of the season, apparently, according to Sky Sports. They've built it up for that long. Um, of course they have. How are you feeling, sir? I'm absolutely fine. Uh, I mean, like
1: like I said, no, no that surprised me. Up. Like, I mean, there's no pressure on Arsenal tonight, all the pressures on Spurs, they they have to win, even a draw is a good result for Arsenal, um, so, I mean, by the time people listen to this, Spurs will probably have won the game like 10-0 or something, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I'm fine about it, um, a lot of people have been nervous about the game, obviously, and, you know, rightly so, like, it, it is a North London derby, but for me, it's just another North London derby, it's not, like, it's, it's a bigger game for Tottenham than it is for Arsenal. <laughs>
0: Is this um, the biggest North London derby in the last five years?
1: I think I think it is because of what it means. You know, Arsenal win; their in Champions League next year. Uh, Spurs need to win to keep to keep that hope of Champions League alive, um, and they'll be up for it. We, we can see from social media today, especially they're they're definitely up for it. So. Um, again you know by the time anyone listens to this they'll know the result i'm sure um but yeah like i'm i'm confident in this team and this manager now so we'll uh i'm confident that that they can get a result whether that be a draw or a win you know um it'll, it'll be tough like don't get me wrong like spurs front three are dangerous so if we let them get the space they'll do damage but we have we have a good team as well and we've Eddie and Keddie is in form and so is Martinelli and Ansaka so yeah we'll just see how it goes and I'm sure we'll cover it um, in a bit more depth on either Sunday or Monday whenever we do the next pod I'm not sure but yeah it'll be fine
0: Yes as you said um, this obviously being recorded just before the game so you know there's no point talking about the game too much because um, it'll be out of date basically by the time people listen to this pod but um, mm-hmm. speaking just a bit more broadly on Arsenal's form um sort of this um final third of the season I mean since the <clears throat> since the defeat to Southampton you had a, a, a difficult looking run of fixtures going in there um away to Chelsea uh, home the United away to West Ham home to Leeds Arsenal came out with max points out of those four games um mm-hmm. do you think I mean, that's so impressive, um, going into like a, a real critical stage of the season. Do you think something has now clicked uh, with Arteta? And what is it that seem to be more um, savvy, if that makes sense? like um, mm-hmm. Especially in those games that they're winning um, just by a goal, they're able to close it out. Are you seeing that as well?
1: Yeah, a little like you, you, take the Leeds game for example. There at the weekend, like even though Leeds pulled a goal back, bar the one chance that near the end, like Arsenal were comfortable. But I think it's just it's the nerves of you know this stage of the season and what it means that fans are just on edge. And like I listened to James McNicholas on the Ars Cast this week, and he said something that's so surprising. Like he said, I don't know if you noticed on Twitter this week, but he put up a video on the 80th minute of the match he went out to the concourse because he couldn't watch anymore. Just his nerves just had taken over. Yeah. And, like, I've, I've I've read a lot of people saying they do something similar. Like, they'll go and put the washing on or something the last five minutes of the game. And I'm like that, too. Like, honestly, I'll go and do something in another room the last five minutes. Like, like the game on Sunday. Really? Because, like, my nerves, like, see the United game? My nerves were racked. I swear. I actually started making our barbecue here. I took it out of the box and started putting it together the last 20 minutes. Before Xhaka scored, like, because my, my what, nerves yeah Was I watching the game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Honestly, so how, I had it on the radio. Right I had it on the radio and my nerves were wrecked. And I was like, fuck, I got to turn this off. My nerves are fucked here. So like, I turned it off and started putting together the barbecue. And then I was looking at the time and I was like, right, there must be like 15 minutes to go here, 10 minutes to go, whatever. And I checked the score on live score. And I seen it was 3-1 and just the sense of relief. Because turn it back on. you could heat <laughs> well, I didn't turn it back on actually because I was just like, It's not over. Uh, it's just this Arsenal team, it's just not <laughs> over yet. So um yeah, like even the Chelsea game. I was actually at football the night of the Chelsea game, and when I finished football, I was told we were three two up, and I was like, Arsenal three two up? Couldn't <laughs> <know, God laughs> believe this and West Ham game as well, like Jesus, I just I was that, checking I was the dodgy. score. Like yeah, and main trees I actually had to go out to her friend's house, not a gallon, so my signal's terrible out there. Um, so I realised by the... I think it was, like, quarter to seven, so the game was obviously over. Um, I was like, Tracy, can you check the score in the match for me, please? And, like, I've seen Arsenal 1-2-1, <laughs> just the sense of relief. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, So, yeah, like, there, there are those nerves, like, and I thought, like, I'm a weirdo, like, I'm the only person that, well, maybe one of few people to do this, but it seems like a lot of people are like this, that just, the nerves just take over, but, and, like, you kind of think, like, will that ever get any better and like probably not like see if arsenal are going for a league title in the next 10 years i don't know how i'm going to cope you know i i haven't i haven't experienced this as an adult you know like i've arsenal won the league, you've always you know? done? yeah pretty much like big games like it just my nerves are shot like honest to god like i just i will by the night like i'm kind of feeling fine but probably when the games go my nerves will probably yeah. be a wee bit you know oh shit, right um but yeah like I I would go into the kitchen, like get a drink of water or something, like, you know, just to kind of take (laughs) myself out of the Like I heard a guy that actually, when Arsenal are like under threat from the other team on Sky, he'll pause it, right? And he'll leave it for like five minutes and then he'll speed it up, like back up to real time. (laughs) So he'll know if anything bad happens, so he can just whiz past it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, how people cope? It's just just how people cope with... Or mad. They are. How how you like? I just sometimes like the nerves just take you. You know what I mean? And like nobody want. I never would have thought we'd be in this this situation. And this is another thing, probably why I'm not feeling as nervous as other people. Like if you'd have told me after that uh, Man City game, the third game of the season, that we'd have a chance to go for top four at Spurs' place come the end of the season, you know, with
0: Mm.
1: Eddie and Keddie playing up front, you know. But yang has gone, Lacazette's on the bench, you look at this young team, like, if you'd have told me that, I'd have, I'd have taken your arm legs, the whole lot of you off for that, uh-huh. definitely, like, you know, that's why I'm kind of like, some Arsenal fans kind of thinking, come on, like, get a fucking hold of yourself, you know, what an opportunity this team have to finish in the Champions League, whether it's tonight or Newcastle or Everton on the last day, so, they've, they've, they've done really well, like, you know, considering where they were after three games, so, it would be great for them to do it if they can, but we'll just have to wait and see. Like I think they can do it. Like have tough stages for for weeks, I think they
0: can do it. So hopefully they can. Yeah, I think they can too. <clears throat> it's funny that you you mentioned the um you know the first few games of the season um and the position that that teams are in now compared to what they were then and, and the predictions, ran around around the start of the season. Um, you shared a video in the group this week of uh, some top six predictions um Christ. that had been doing the rounds on twitter uh from a group of ads. i actually can't remember what the podcast is called but i mean i think um it's safe to say we had slightly better predictions than they did um and they're up on our twitter at the minute um but we like i mean we were pretty close but the, the one major difference that it was um our preview pod Uh, For the season, it was myself, yourself, uh, Phil, and Patty were on it, and we gave our top four predictions. All of us had City, Liverpool, Chelsea uh, of some uh, order, and then United. Um, And none of us, basically none of us, had Arsenal, including yourself. So, no matter, you know, now, yes, it will be a disappointment if, if Arsenal didn't finish in the top four, but it's a successful season at Arsenal regardless, isn't
1: it? I think top six was the aim, you know, to get back into Europe. Uh, Daphne was the target. And I think we all put Man United in the top four. Well, obviously because of a certain Portuguese player, like his winning Uh mentality and the goals he scores. Like, I don't think really we kind of predicted United being as bad as what they have been, even though, you know, Harry Maguire has a mistake in him. It's just... It's just fallen to pieces. Like I seen there this evening, Ronaldo got Player of the Month for April because he scored a hat trick against, um, Norwich. Like that's that's yeah. what Sky Sports said. Like Cristiano scored a hat trick against Norwich, and I was like, and thank God! Like, is that what you get Player of the Month for these days? Like it's Norwich; they're really relegated. You know, absolute uh-huh. dog shit. Um, was it Premier League
0: yeah, Player like, of the Month or or United Player of the Month?
1: Premier League Player of the Month. Yeah, that's that's why it was quite a bit surprising. Um, no way yeah he got it yeah 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 it, 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 it's I don't know it's strange I don't even know who the nominees were to be quite honest um,
0: no because usually like, it would flash up on, on your Twitter yeah
1: I just uh, I, I can't remember who shared it someone, someone shared it that, that's on my Twitter that's how I seen it and I just thought that's a bit weird that he got player in the month but I mean United obviously have well United fans have been very vocal about Arsenal this last week too saying how it's a joke if they get top four and stuff like that being I mean, whatever you want lads, like, you know, even if Arsenal do fall out of the top four by the end of the season, they'll still finish above United again. I think uh, United have only finished above Arsenal three times since Fergie left which is a bit mad mm. to think um, Great how poor they've been Yeah, like I don't know, Like I, th- I think some United fans I I know all of them don't think this, but some of them think Ten Hag coming in is going to Revolutionize this club and make them like a powerhouse again, like you know, the def they need a complete reset, and I think it'll take a couple of years for them to even get back near challenging for the league, you know, in them Champions League spots again. Like I think they're capable of finishing the Champions League with the squad of players that they have, but they've just not clicked this year. And I know some people will put that down to Ronaldo being there and shit like that, but I can't. You can't really put the blame all on one player, especially a guy who is scoring goals. Um. I just don't think he fits
0: their system. Oh, he's, he's been their best player this season. no so individually, if you're looking at um, what he's contributed to, I think to contribute, and uh, that is, uh, I mean, I was banging that drum earlier on the season as well about, <clears throat> um, he's kind of holding them back because of the system that they play, and he he doesn't naturally fit into that system but there was a few games where he was maybe injured or he was left out for some reason or rested and they just look a completely different team like i mean in a bad way they look a completely different Mm -hmm. team that there was nobody there who was going to score the goals um rashford for whatever reason has completely his form has just fell off a cliff um Fernandez as well has had a really poor season. Um, compared to the numbers last year, we all know what's going on with Pogba. He'd be leaving. Um, and then you know just the periphery players like Lingard and and Cavani, Juan mm-hmm. Mata. I mean, it's just a mixture of players who are in awful form and, and players who are sort of at the end of their career. You know, the I think the last game at Old Trafford, they the wheeled on you know three or four players who um are going to be leaving at the end of the season. Uh-huh. And um, it frankly like needs to happen um, because the squad is, I wouldn't be surprised if it's it's one of the oldest in the Premier League. I'm, I'm not sure on that. It's just, just from a, an eye test looking at it, it even looks mm-hmm. like they're weary. Um, I think Amazon got it, the wrong team
1: this season, to be honest. Like, uh, yeah. could you imagine the cameras being behind the scenes at Old Trafford this season? Like, Liverpool Mm. humping them twice, you know the fallout with Pogba, Ronaldo slapping the phone off the Everton fan. Like, obviously there was the Jesse Lingard thing as well. Like, there was a whole shit about him not giving a last run out at Old Trafford. I mean, yes, Lingard's been there from you know the youth, but like he's not like he's not like United legend. Like, who gives a fuck really if he got a (laughs) run out at Old Trafford for one last time? Like, he wanted to leave last summer and. Wasn't allowed to, and like, yeah, he's more of a West Ham legend. Yeah, I, I can. You know what? I can understand <laughs> frustration with players like Lingard. Like, he knew that his time at United was over. He wasn't allowed to leave, and you know, his one season of his career, like on a short career, the footballers have, like, has been wasted, sitting on the bench at Man United. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it must be fucking really frustrating. Like, it must be really frustrating. But, like you said, yeah, like the, the, need, the need a lot of. They need a lot of new, younger players. Like I know they were linked with Frankie de Jong um, the last couple of days, although mm-hmm. I don't think they'll get him because I think he's actually come out and said if he's going to leave Barcelona, and it's likely that he will leave Barcelona because they're kind of yeah. shut up with the finances, that he wants to go to a team that will be in the Champions League next season. So that's United mm-hmm. out the door immediately. Yeah. Um, Raheem Sterling seems to be up for sale this summer too, but apparently he's no interest in coming to any of the London teams, just from what i read. So,
0: yeah. Would you want
1: them? I think he's just at that stage now of his career where he's, like, he's a good player, but I think for what Arsenal are doing, for the type of team they're building, no, I think we should be looking elsewhere at someone who's a bit younger. Um, you know, for a guy that's going to be part of a team for the next five years, like Sterling yeah. 27 now, I think. So, he's... um like he is, I suppose, in the prime, like, but he's going to cost a lot of money wages-wise, and yeah. you know he's going to stop probably the England development. England players, but, too. Yeah, the likes of Martinelli and Smith-Rowe put out in the left, Like, so no, I'd rather not.
0: What about a, a certain um, other man-city? I don't know if we call him Reject, but um, certainly Fabrizio Romano seems to think that there's real interest from Arsenal in um, Gabriel Jesus.
1: Yeah, no, I've, I've read a lot about that this week. It seems to be it seems to be fairly like it's going to happen um i know some fans are a bit hesitant thinking that he's only trying to negotiate a new deal with man city by using arsenal but it seems like it there is a lot of truth in it you know edu obviously is brazilian as well and he's been in contact with his agent and things like that so it's it i would say if arsenal finished in the champions league spots that'll that'll be a deal that will definitely happen um i know mm. i would take him like you know his record at man City is decent you know he he scores goals he's what he, I think when we were first linked with him people were a bit, uh, why we signed Jesus? And to be quite honest, I was a wee bit funny about it but he went out that weekend and scored four goals for City and <laughs> has been on good form since then. Like so, I don't think he'd be the worst signing in the world and he's, I think he's only like 24, 25
0: or something so he's still relatively young. Um, His um, so yeah. goals per minute yeah, um, ratio is, is very, very good. It's just because he, he really doesn't play an awful lot for Man City or hasn't done um, and the yeah. time he's been there, but usually when he's on the pitch, he, he he does get in amongst the goals. Yeah, yeah. So like
1: that's that's exactly what we
0: need. Someone who's
1: going to score his goals. So it would be definitely a useful addition to the squad. Um, but I know obviously the night we're a bit short in time because of you know you've training and things like that, and we want to talk about the FA Cup final this week, um, involving mm-hmm. Chelsea and Phil and Paddy's beloved Liverpool. And yes. you thought that you jinxed yourself at the beginning there, but I really don't think that's really the truth of the matter. Um, one-off games, cup finals, like if you remember Conte's Chelsea going for the double and play at Arsenal in the final, and we were massive underdogs for that game and we ended up coming away with a win. Um, mm-hmm. The FA Cup's a weird competition as much as like Phil may not be a big fan of it. It throws up some surprising results, and that's why I kind of enjoy it. It, it really is kind of unpredictable, and obviously Liverpool will come into this game in favourites. There, there's no doubt, but like I'm curious whether Klopp will go full. Well, st- I, I I'm just I'm guessing from the fact that he tried to rest Salah the other night and didn't start him or Thiago that he's going to go mm-hmm. pretty strong. But whether he'll start full strength full strength 11 on saturday i don't know um chelsea chelsea have a good chance and obviously the likes of rudiger and stuff who believe in the summer will want to sign off for the trophy and you know thomas Tuchel can can produce results and grind out trophies like i mean he's he's won nearly the same amount of trophies as Klopp in last time at chelsea like i don't think the only trophy hasn't won the club has is the premier league so he um He's a habit of doing this, so it'll, it'll be an interesting game. It kicks off at as a quarter to five, is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really random time. Um, yeah, I think wrong. the the FA Cup's usually three o'clock, isn't it? Yeah, it usually is three o'clock, which is
1: I think um, Teresa's brother booked off. He usually works on a Sunday, so he booked off the weekend to watch. he Liverpool fan, so he booked it off to watch the game. And like he thought it was really random. The game kicks off a quarter to five, and I was like, "Fuck, that can't be right," but it was, and like. What a strange time for a, a game to start, like right random. But, um, how are you feeling about Saturday? Do you think, um, Chelsea can get a result?
0: I think, <clears throat> yes, they can. They definitely can. Like, I think Chelsea, um, talking about underdogs and stuff in finals, I think Chelsea definitely went into the Champions League final underdogs against Man City. Um, both times last year. actually
1: in the Champions League final. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. The only thing um was obviously that um said he hadn't won up before. So that was the one thing that worked in, in Chelsea's favour. I think the obviously Pep shit himself a bit and and so did the players. Um but for this, yeah, I mean Liverpool obviously are favourites, as you say, but um news today that is missing, um Klopp has confirmed. Um so that's a big loss for Liverpool, I think. Um mm-hmm whether Kovacic is, is going to be fit after that horrific tackle from, from Dan James uh, last night. I, I don't know. Um, but he would be a big miss as well for Chelsea. Uh, I think um, Liverpool press so much and Kovacic is, is... I mean, I was listening to a podcast on, on this. They were saying that um, you know, one player in the world, one midfielder in the world, you would... Maybe want to to play against Liverpool is Mateo Kovacic because he breaks the lines and um, wins the ball <clears throat> from a press and, and counter presses. He he's very good at doing that and sort of skipping in between the midfield and um, Chelsea. Need to to win the ball and counter if they're gonna um, if they're gonna get a result against Liverpool. So um, yeah, it's it's a flip of the coin, really. Chelsea against Liverpool this season have actually been very good. Um, I don't know if you remember the um game in January. just scored that absolute worldly actually of a volley. Mm-hmm. Um the 2 2 game. And <clears throat> then obviously the Carbon Cup final um going to penalties. Um Chelsea were very good that day as well. Just you know, luck of the draw and penalties um went right to the wire. So I'm expecting something similar. I think you're right about like the likes of, of Rüdiger. Um who want to sign off? Because uh, you know, top four is basically secure now. They, they, they've won the, the Super Cup and the Club World Cup, and this will be a nice one towards the end of the season to to top it off. And you know, be a uh, that will be a successful season for Chelsea. I know they'd wanted to they'd probably do more in the league, and it was disappointing going out the way they did against Real Madrid. But um, I think they'll be up for it. And I think it was really, really important. Like Chelsea, been shaked the last couple of weeks, and. <clears throat> Had some really poor results. Like the result against Everton was awful. Um I know Everton were pumped up, but I mean Chelsea should have beat them. Um and then the manner of the Wolves draw in the 97th minute. Um <clears throat> they needed something positive to come out of this week before the, the Liverpool game. Um uh-huh. I think Mount um being so good and Lukaku getting another goal. I think he'll start um Lukaku on saturday against liverpool you know he's he's been decent against van dijk in the past i think you need somebody physical um and i think he might start a team over as well um he for some reason plays well against liverpool too like gets in in behind that very high line that they play um and you know half the time he might be outside um but you know the other half the time um he he does get in there and cause problems. I think, especially on Trent's side, because he does like to push up so much. So it'll be about wee things like that. Um, but- I think if you look if you look back to the League Cup final between the
1: two teams, Chelsea should have won that game. So hmm. I think that should give Chelsea a lot of confidence in the fact, like you said, Lukaku playing up against Madame Van Dijk is very important as well. Like like Havertz has been in, in in decent form for Chelsea in front of goal this season. Like so. I don't know if he will play both of them in this game. Um, starting yeah. off, but I mean, like, given the circumstances, like if Chelsea win the FA Cup on Saturday, um, Phil will obviously be well. I don't know if he'll be losing or not. Like, I, I think he'd be disappointed. But like, Chelsea won three trophies this yeah, season. Yeah, cousins won Yeah, like, um, he obviously, he obviously is, um, you know, a bit annoyed at Spurs for kind of being shit cunts on saturday Mm -hmm. night like um he he obviously texted our group chat today and said i hope like hoof spurs um (laughs) i I think there's something personal behind that for him now Um, i think you might be right (laughs) um, uh just i i think it is it probably is the quadruple probably is gone now like man city just are you know a well-oiled machine and they just don't seem like they're going to drop any points at this like kevin well-oiled one did you mean that? Uh, <laughs> that actually wasn't intentional, though. <laughs> but, um, uh, you, you look at the Bruyne last night; Jesus scoring four goals like the man's just ridiculous. Um, he's been in great Amazing. form, and like Chelsea, obviously winning against Leeds last night. I think that was a big result for Chelsea, like because obviously they they did cause us trouble on Sunday when we played Leeds, and you know you obviously have a bigger rivalry with Leeds, um, and yeah. going back through the years and. Going to their place on a Wednesday night when they're fighting relegation, like I think that's a great result for Chelsea. Like, considering you know, Leeds, like that place, I'm sure was rocking before kickoff, and for Chelsea just to go out there and just it was just you know, it seemed pretty, I suppose, after the red card, it was pretty comfortable for for Chelsea. Like, um,
0: the the early goal, um, as well, really, uh, sort of not killed the atmosphere, but it sort of dampened it um yeah and i think especially because mount scored um the leeds fans absolutely hate him um because of the whole um thing with derby uh, he was at derby when the whole spy gate went on as well um and there's a, a you know he scored past them now and uh, i think the last three games he's played against them so um he said in his his post-match um he said they really don't like us here um but <laughs> I relish, in that. Yeah, yeah, I relish in that uh, sort of atmosphere. So uh, that was good and good to get like a um, clean sheet and a um, sort of positive performance behind them um, because they needed that going into play Liverpool. Um, and Lukaku scoring. yeah, is I think, big. Yeah, definitely, I agree with you. Um, just after those two goals against Wolves, like he just looks like a completely different player. That's what like. Obviously, it's it's a completely different level. But like when you're a striker, like I know myself, like a goal can make such a difference. And see so when you get two on the bounce like that, uh, and the second one from him was against Wolves was just a very good instinctive finish, um and his just attitude and and looked like he was it. Nearly looked like he was fitter after that, and he was running after everything. And then he <clears throat> I mean, Mount was superb last night, but if not, I wouldn't give the man a max to Lukaku because. Mm-hmm. He deserved his goal. Um, he he I, he was, you know, involved in a lot of build-up. He was involved in the first goal, the um, mine goal as well. Um, just getting the ball into him and and feeding it off. They're playing more to his strengths now as well. So it'll be interesting to see what Tuckle goes and, and Klopp like as you say the the um team choice he goes with um will be very interesting to see if he's kind of putting his all his eggs in the um in the one basket with the. Uh, Premier League, Champions League, still the balance. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting. Another um, thing I do want to mention, which um, you won't like, but um, another title was decided at the weekend. Um, Chelsea survived a, a, an early scare um, against United in the in the Women's Super League. Um, United went 1-0 up, and then uh, Chelsea... Soon after equalised, and then United went 2 1 up uh, before half time, and it was getting a wee bit dodgy. Um, Arsenal would have been champions at that stage. I think they were drawn at the time, but it would have been enough. Um, but then Chelsea came out in the second half, <coughs> must have got a good talking to by um, Amahez at half time, and uh, they kind of steamrolled United. I think Arsenal fans probably would have been disappointed in United's performance in the second half, they, they just rolled over. Um, I think Chelsea just decided that they were going to go and win it. Yeah. Sam Kerr scored a wonderful brace. Um, if you haven't seen, them, go back and look at those goals. Um, and You're go got right, the know. other one. Oh, no, I'm sure, sure you have, sir. Um, but <clears throat> as we talked about in the group uh, this week, Jetty, like what a what a great rivalry to follow this year in the WSL. Like the last couple of seasons, Chelsea have had it. Bit easier than that, but um, Arsenal were right on their tails this year, and and probably you know will continue to be next season. Yeah, I I think there probably is a lot of
1: regret in that Arsenal team um, after the season because there was two games that have been highlighted, um, especially this week, Birmingham, which Arsenal lost, hmm. and Manchester United at home, and um, which they lost as well. Birmingham
0: two bottom probably, yeah,
1: two games they probably, you know, were expecting to win. And kind of maybe, there's maybe a feeling within the team that they threw it away because a lot of them have come out in social media and kind of, you know, said apologise and said we didn't reach our goals this season. And, you know, for them to get as close as they did this year, you know, they did fantastic. And I think with, you know, Viv Medema well reportedly has signed on for another year is a big boost to that team um obviously tobin heath's finished up early because of an injury but if arsenal retain majority of the the players from from this season going in the next season you know they'll they'll have a great chance again like but you know chelsea are a juggernaut at the minute that's three titles in a row Mm -hmm. and you know they have a they have a great manager as much as she annoys the Shite enemies they have a great manager knows how to win and obviously Emma Hayes was at Arsenal at one stage in her career so um well taking credit well you know <laughs> still still the only English women teams to win the Champions League so that's that's the that's the only way we can say that the the Chelsea fans at the minute. But uh Chelsea Jonas are... Ederbald,
0: Sen- Sen- a new contract as well with uh, with Artella. It was nice to see that um you know the two teams um managers signing on together um, from Arsenal at the start of this week, I think as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It's positive.
1: Arsenal have always been sort of sort of good, like doing those sorts of things and you know, keeping the women's team involved. Like obviously they invested in their women's team a long time ago and you know that obviously strolled the league for, for so many years until there was a bit of investment in the women's game and then, you know, the likes of Man City came through and Chelsea, obviously, and it's it's definitely on yeah. the up. It's definitely a lot better than what it was 10 years ago. So, and like, I think, to give credit to Sky Sports, you know, the coverage has been very yeah, good. definitely, and It's made a massive difference to the game and for people to be able to watch it and putting it on at different times. Now, I know they did make a bit of a balls-up with one of the Chelsea games there over the last couple of weeks. I think they put the women's game on the same time as the men's and I don't think yeah. that the women were too happy about that and understandably so like um but yeah the game's definitely growing and it's getting more competitive and like you know arsenal got a really good result now at the start of the season against chelsea it was the first game of the season at the emirates and the chelsea players um you know it seems like they didn't forget that and kind of <laughs> like they remained arsenal about that but you know that's fuel for the fire next year so bring it on like it's it's definitely it's good to see like it's nice to see the you know arsenal's women's team and men's team doing well and like yeah like arsenal women can go on and do it next year like if they add a couple of players they'll definitely be up there again with chelsea like so yeah it's, it's it's been a good season it's been good coverage and you know i know women's football won't be for everybody like but it's definitely worth checking out like you know especially for your own club like liverpool are up in the wsl next year so um mm-hmm. Phil will definitely have a more and in- he has been following them this year, like he has said on this podcast, like he, he definitely has been following them this year. So it'll be good to, that'll that'll probably be the only time that we probably beat Liverpool next year will <laughs> be the women's team. like so, Um well it'll, it'll be good good banter next season. <laughs> yeah, so
0: yeah. That'll it, be um all uh all the teams supported on the podcast up into the WSL. So um even think Steve could probably get a bit excited about the about the United Women's team have made good strides in the last couple of years as well. Yeah. Um I'm Spurs was, be fair. with Chelsea and Arsenal. Yeah. Um Spurs Women's Team doing well this year. It's looking like, like a very sort of familiar uh top five there that we're we're used to seeing the the big clubs up there. Um top four, not including Spurs, they're not a big club, obviously. Um yeah. But um, we'll, go, we'll jump back to the Premier League quickly before, um, before we have to go um, and turn our attention to the bottom. It is getting very tight and squeaky bum time down there. Um, oh, it's ridiculous, Ever- isn't it? Everton have clawed their way out for the minute. Um, they did. I mean, I thought that was a missed opportunity last night, only drawn with Watford. Um, Lampard seemed happy enough, um, I think probably because Leeds were beat by Chelsea. Um, that, that helped them out a bit. Um, <clears throat> but Everton are um, thirty six points now, in sixteenth, Burnley are are thirty four in seventeenth, and Leeds are thirty four um in eighteenth. I mean, it, wh- what's your what's your gut instinct? Uh, for me, watching Leeds there last night, the, the I can see what they're trying to do uh, ignite the passion and. Get the fans right behind them and sort of play hell for leather football, but when it leaves you so open at the back and open to, to, to basically to getting red cards, that's two in the last two games. Um, I don't know. I, I fear for Leeds. Do you not? I think they're down already. I think Frank was happy enough with the draw last
1: night, even though like, like Watford are down. Really, Everton probably should have went. And- and got a result there last night, but I think Frank knows himself. Like with Leeds, his form, they're they're down. Like mentally, they're down. It, and I'm kind of thinking, if bielsa was still there, would Leeds be in this position? Like I don't know. But like, yeah, I don't. So, uh, your your guy, um, what is March? Is it flipping Leeds' manager's name? Um, what is his actual name?
0: Um, I can't even remember.
1: It's a something March. Oh. Is it Sully Marsh or something? I don't
0: know. No, no, that's a that's a Brighton player. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I, can't, I don't even know what his name is. Anyway,
1: like like you said, he does he seems I was, to be uh, I was in.
0: literally last night uh I heard his name so much. Um yeah. he's American. Yeah, he's American, but I can't remember what the frig his name is. Jesse marsh. Anyway. It's yeah, I, you're you're close. March. It's, I was it's Marsh with with an S C H at the end. What kind of bloody name is that?
1: But anyway, like yeah, he is sending his teams out just to like um, Luke aliens red card against Arsenal on Sunday, like, that was only given as a yellow. And it took yeah. VAR, of all things, to kind of be like, are you joking, lads? Come on, now, even I couldn't <laughs> get a look over that. I mean, that was ridiculous. I haven't seen the one uh, on Kovacic yet, but I heard, oh like, and read a lot about it, that it was just disgusting. Um, So rightly so, he should have had a red card. So, like, Leeds seemed to get all pumped up. And... I think when you're in a relegation dog fight yeah you do need pumped up for games but i think they're just going a bit ott with it and maybe they need to keep their heads in the game instead of going out and trying to react people and going in for real physical tackles because we all know that in the Premier league these days you can't really get away with tackles that you were getting away with you know 15 20 years ago so i think that was there were two daft tackles which like pretty much have just probably given leads any chance leads have has gone you know, I think, Luke Aliens, maybe Leeds captain. He was sent off. He's that's him out for the rest of the season. That's Dan James going for the last two games. And yeah. who, are Le- who are Leeds' last two games against?
0: And, yeah, they have a few injuries as well. Like, uh, Harrison got injured last night. I'm not sure what he'll be like. Um, and Rafinha, I think, went off towards the end. He should be all right. Looked like a knock. But, um, yeah, I think they're running them into the ground, probably at the wrong time. Um, Leeds are, are at home to Brighton. And Brighton have had a, a brilliant season um so that won't be easy and then away to Brentford on the last uh day of the season and there's a bit of bite i think to that one as well um because thomas frank uh leeds fan, uh, leeds players were getting into thomas frank at one stage when they won the championship i think um <clears throat> they were chanting up his name um what, trying to wind him up and i think even tony recently um Quote tweeted that on on Twitter, so they obviously haven't forgot about that either. So mm-hmm. Brentford will, if, if the opportunities there, Brentford will want to relegate Leeds on the last day of the season. Um, so that won't be easy. Um, <clears throat> Burnley, um, you know, obviously they've had brilliant results in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think they played Tottenham the last last game. They played Tottenham on season? the weekend. The weekend is it? Yeah, uh, Tottenham. Yeah, let me just get it. Tottenham Villa and Burnley. Oh Tottenham Villa and Newcastle. Um tough game, is it? So yeah, that Newcastle like Newcastle um have, have also been good the last couple of the Villa one they might get um they might get points out of. Um but it'll all depend obviously on Leeds need to <clears throat> need to be proactive and, and do something. I think you're right about Everton. Um, they've had a very lucky escape just because of other teams because you know the results haven't been fantastic in the last uh, couple of weeks they uh, obviously beat Chelsea um, squeezed past Leicester and then um, drew with Watford <clears throat> but um, you obviously play Everton the last last game of the season that yeah
1: we play Everton at home so Depending on what way, obviously, tonight goes and you know, against Newcastle, I'm kind of hoping that Everton are safe because I yeah. think realistically now they're not going to go down. So, as funny as it would have been, like you know, I kind of hope that they are mathematically safe. So, yeah. like, Frank will probably just send his team out just to probably enjoy the game, but that also can be um dangerous as well. Teams that are relaxed, kind of nothing to play for, will not yeah. panic if going up against a team that's going to be going over Champions League football. But... Yeah, I think Everton are safe, and to be honest, I think Burnley are safe as well, and they both have a game in hand over Leeds, so I just think Leeds have just waited too long to kind of get going again,
0: so I, I do I do think they're down, yeah. Yeah, that's um, uh, a shame, I think, about Bielsa. I think a lot of Leeds fans at the time didn't want that to happen, and it may still prove like the wrong decision. Um, but good that all that kind of was a few games to go still has to be decided as well as the um as well as the title i suppose i mean man city are in control but um still has to be decided the last couple of games and obviously top four which um is the big game tonight so um i'll this, i think um we will be back reacting to uh, the north london derby and to the games of the weekend i'm sure a lot will have changed um hopefully Phil will be back, give us a, a report from the Northwest and um we will be reviewing the FA Cup final as well. Hopefully a Chelsea win this time. Um but Jerry, thanks for, for joining. No worries. Let's hope it's a good one now tonight. Yes, good luck tonight. And we will see you on the next one. Good luck.